Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free, festive, festive recaps, reviews and recommendations for whatever we read this week. And yes, Amy, we have entered the festive season. (gasps) So what did we read this week, Ames? We read Mischief and Mistletoe, which sometimes in my head is Mistletoe and Mischief. I always say mischief, but you do you. Whatever. It's by a massive collection of authors. Mm. So in the list of authors are Mary Jo Putney and Joe Beverly, Anne Gracie, Cara Elliott. I didn't know Anne Gracie did one. Yeah, she did the um, Mistletoe Kisses, I think it was called. Okay, right. Susan King, Mm. Nicola Cornick. Patricia Rice and Joanna Byrne. So these are a group of ladies who they call also... themselves the Word Winches. Yes. Yeah, and they, they did the book we reviewed last year called The Last Chance Christmas yes. Ball. Mm-hmm. Would you like to do the spoiler-free recap? It I... needs to be super sweepy because, obviously, if you try and plot summary Eight. each of the stories, I'm going to hit you in the head. I will not. Great. And that means it may be Don't worry, very dear... broad sweeps. Don't worry, dear listeners, I've got your back. <laughs> This is so. This book is sort of hard to describe because basically it's a collection of stories that don't have an overarching linking narrative, like the Last Chance Christmas Ball. Everything was connected to the ball, but this one is they're all just separate stories that have a beginning, a middle, and end, discreet to themselves, and are set around Christmas time. That's right. A bunch of them, you know, they might have similar locations. A couple of them are like house parties. Some of them are at inns, but they're really quite diverse. So there's a story, you know, at a house party. Um, Common themes seem to be, you know, people have previously met or previously had a relationship. There was a lot of that. Like having a second chance, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And Um, having loved each other for a long time. Rather than being, you know, love at first sight isn't really a, a premise that's quite as much in here. No. So that's probably the only really linking thing. But Thematic there's like, thing. you know, there's stories with smugglers, there's stories with pirates, there's yeah. an exciseman. Some that, some that deal with the war. Some that had like, there was a little almost sort of spy narrative yeah. in there. There's, you know, some that are more comedic and some that were quite sort of high drama. Yeah. I think that's the best I can do. That's all it because is. Because otherwise it's a, what each story is about. And it's eight stories. It's eight. So every mm-hmm. author contributes a story and each story is... About five or six chapters long. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't say so much that ev- that they're all about, like, the spirit of Christmas. No. They are set at, at Christmas time. Yeah. And mistletoe appears in quite a few of the stories. Yeah. Some of them are about mischief but not quite as many of them as are about meeting someone who you've, you know... Been with before. Or, or been known attracted before, to before or, yeah. and having this second chance. Yeah, right, great. Okay, so Kimberly, I spoil the free, so you get to talk first, which oh I know gosh. thrills you. It thrills me deeply. So I feel like in the same way that your spoiler-free recap is broad and sweeping, so too is my opinion of the book. <laughs> Insofar as I liked some... I didn't like others. (laughs) I liked some more than I liked others. Yep. I liked some parts of some a lot, the end. Like, I so I think overall I enjoyed enough of this to say I enjoyed the whole thing. Mm -hmm. The one thing I will say is when you have an anthology like this, they're not quite novella length. 
No, so I, they're short stories that are They're a short chapters. story length, yeah. So I find them very quick to get through. Mm-hmm. I can get through them pretty much one per sitting is what I kind of yep. aim to do. I don't – I find it difficult to – particularly in this book, I found it difficult to roll from one to the other to the other. So it wouldn't be what I would choose if I was sitting by the pool or tucked up next to the fire and I knew I was going to have all of Boxing Day to read a book. This isn't what I would pick because once I finish one of the little stories, I'm kind of done for a bit and I'm happy you to need get a break, I need a break. Or else they will merge into one blur. Exactly. And they don't... Says the person who reads things very quickly and has them merge into a blur. Yes, quite frequently. And they don't build on each other. And I do, I prefer an anthology that builds, even just in little tiny ways, that you get to see little characters popping back up again. I really enjoy those. And we've read, yeah. And then there's the stories and there's the epilogue and there's like the bookends around it. I think that those work better. I agree. Disconnected, which is why I think this is, I didn't check the date, but that's why I think that this is predates. Yeah. So I think for me, I didn't dislike it. I think all of the authors did a fine job. Some of them were a bit melodramatic, but Mm. it's like a shorter than novella Christmas themed romance book calm down like you know what I mean I'm, I also didn't go into it expecting very much from that once you say that's what we're doing you're not expecting anything that's going to be revolutionary or particularly insightful mm. so it was a trashy read in the in the, in our most loving kind of iteration of trash I read this on boxing day yes yeah, whilst I knitting yeah I'm not a, no but <laughs> after reading all of Summer to Remember, that really long one that Tara yes, recommended. That yes. was like, and I was like, oh, I need short, I need short, short. Yep, 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 yep. I think for me, in terms of recommend, sure. If you're a person who has read a whole bunch of other novellas and anthologies and you have also read The Last Chance Christmas Ball by the same kind of posse of authors, if You've done all that and you're the kind of person who's like, well, I, I won't reread those. I've read them now. I won't go back over them. Then sure, read this. It's fine. But I probably won't read this again because the nature of these anthologies means that I don't deeply remember mm. the plots. Yeah. I find them quite rereadable and I, as I was reading through this, I was remembering a lot of the plots and characters from the Last Chance Christmas Ball. You were doing this sort of mental comparison. I was you like, would say, oh, read the Last I, Chance yeah, Christmas I would. Ball. So again, it's that problem where if someone was like, "Well, should I read this, Kim?" I would say, "Um, have you read the Last Chance Christmas Ball?" And if they were like, "No," I'd be like, "Just read that instead." But yeah, so I guess if you've run out of things to read, this isn't offensive. It's fun. There's some really silly weirdness going on, and I enjoyed the, I guess, that kind of really stark contrast between the stories. The was moods quite, were quite different. The moods were yeah. really different. Which so, which is why I was able to sit down and just smash through it yes. because the the stories were all very different. It wasn't like oh drama, drama, drama. The drama. So the way I just found them such them. natural spots to get up and move that I was like, yeah, actually I should do that laundry or, oh yeah, actually I should go and finish that quilt or whatever. So I found it hard to sit and read more than one at a time. But yeah, so that's where I'm kind of at. Sorry. I feel like it's a pretty beige. That's okay because it's hard for, we can't, we're not here for three hours. We can't describe every single story and review and them. what's the point? Read the book yourself. Yeah. It'll take you less time <laughs> exactly. to read the book yourself than for yeah, us for to us relate. To tell you blow thing. by blow of what we thought about yeah. everything, yeah. 
so I agree with you that there were some that I liked mm. and there were some that I didn't. I really didn't like the second one, the one where she gets up in disguise and goes to work as a barmaid. Oh, my goodness. And that, that was, as I was so heavy-handed. As I was reading it, I realised, remember when we reviewed Potent Pleasures and I insisted that she'd left her wig in the tree and you were like, no, she yeah, didn't. Yeah, that's right. This was the moment I was thinking this is about. when she relaxed, And I yeah. don't like that, you know, I'm going to, like, disguise myself as someone saucy in order to win this guy, but that just... So, and then it had a weird moment at the end where he was like, Well, when he realized who she was, and then she was like, I can't be with you because when I was pretending to be saucy, I liked it. And he was like, You can be both saucy and innocent, it's every man's dream. And I was like, Oh, for God's sake, how many more pages has this got? Yeah, that one. So, that one's one that I'll skip. Same, but and the pirate one (laughs) was just sort of confusing and blurg and I didn't understand why she desperately needed to get to London so quickly. Yeah. But overall, I found most of the stories quite charming. I really liked all the ones except for the barmaid one Mm. that was set at inns. And there was the one where she had been the daughter of a duke who had been ruined. Yep. And he'd sort of taken up, like inherited this... Rundown Estate. I really liked that one. I thought that was quite a beautiful story. I loved the little cute one with the French spies. Yeah. That's what I mean in terms of like change of tone. And then there were a couple where, you know, the one in the middle that had, she got a dunk on her head Mm. and was the mistaken, she wasn't who she thought she she was. I really quite enjoyed those. So from my sort of perspective. The ones I liked the best were the, you know, reunited previously. They had a previous life where they're engaged. They reunited because it you could just go, right, okay, I can buy the respark of romance without Absolutely. needing that. You don't need I to think do it's that a good story. I think a, it's, it's a, a good, good plot technique yeah, to, it is. to make you commit to a short story. Yeah. It worked best in that Duke daughter one. Mm-hmm. So I would probably reread this, but I'd only reread like those stories that I really Absolutely. enjoyed. Once you started one of those others, you'd have to skip. I do uh, some skipping, and the great thing I like about ebooks is that you can just go skip. You don't have to flick, and you oh, right yeah. to the next chapter. Yeah, I couldn't tell you which what story was called what because the titles were not often connected in my mind to the action. And they were <laughs> all. It felt like they everyone came up with the title of the n- anthology first. Then everyone came up with the title of their story. Then everyone wrote their story. And then they contributed at the end yeah. and they maybe re-edited it rather than having that sort of cohesive yeah. what's the bookends of this. Yeah. I really like the Joe Beverly and Anne Gracie contributions yeah, to this right. one. Yeah, I did too, but I just didn't realise it was Anne Gracie. When Anne I Gracie it. did the one about the guy who had to marry a woman who was dying. Yeah. And Joe Beverly did the Duke. Yeah, daughters. Daughters one. one. So those ones I'll definitely come back to, and I'll yeah. probably actually treasure some of those ones. Yeah. But the whole anthology doesn't grip me because, as we've said so often, it doesn't have that cohesive picture in your mind of, oh, that's where they're all going to the ball. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So when I think of a Christmas anthology, I'm not going to think of mischief and mistletoe. No. I'll think that probably that those stories that I remember Were exist in... within the Last Chance yeah. Christmas Ball. Yeah. So I therefore think it's a bit tricky for me to say I'd recommend it because I feel like I'd be recommending the wrong book. It's probably true. <laughs> I recommend reading that story and I'd say you'd find it in the Last Chance Christmas Ball. So I don't know. 
Trash or treasure? It's a I'm trash. I'm not going to buy it. I rent it from the library. Yeah, it's a trash. If you're not going to buy it, then it's a trash. You I can't don't... treasure something and then be like, but I'm not going to pay the authors any money for it. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you so much once again for spending some of your festive. very precious festive season time with us. We know how busy it is, so we hope Hence you've... novellas. Exactly. And we hope you are finding at least a little bit of time. To sit down and read a novella. Exactly. Or <laughs> listen to a podcast about a novella and then at least you feel kind of like you read a bit of it and then chatted to a friend or it's like book club where you go to book club and have to pretend you read the book because you have no time to read the book <laughs> you do the good reads you do the good yep. reads at any rate thank you so much join us again next week we will be bringing you more spoiler free recaps reviews and recommendations for whatever we read and until then happy, happy reading, reading. Uh, you are tiresome And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.